Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to the Vamos Marauders podcast. Yet another episode, and we inch closer and closer to the start of the regular season. I'm excited. My name's Benton. And my name is Zach. And we're joined with a very special guest today. Still don't have much in the way of games to recap, except for the little we know about the preseason match. So we thought we'd bring on a fun special guest, Miss Haley Simpson. Haley, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, I figured the natural starting point is there's probably a lot of people who don't know who you are or what you do. And you're a, you're a wonderful person. You're a lot of fun and you do a lot of great work behind the scenes. And I want you to be able to showcase that today. So tell us uh, what your job title is and kind of high level what you do. All right. So I am, my official title is communications coordinator for Lucidity. Um, so that means that I specialize in Lucidity and Lucidity only in soccer holdings. And essentially, I write all the press releases that you guys read, um, do all the social. I travel the team to away games and do all the social on site there. Um, and I just hang out, basically get fun content and try to keep the vibes good, I guess. So you're who has to sort through all my complaints when I tag the team on Twitter? <laughs> yeah you are admin <laughs> sometimes oh. I leave that to Jonathan but most of the time it's me that's a that's a pretty fun job I didn't uh, I didn't realize you also did the writing of the the press releases too yeah so basically it's social and then like media relations combined so I guess it should also throw in there I'm the one that's like scheduling them for like interviews and stuff like that and just hurting cats really <laughs> I love that phrase <laughs> it's probably so hurting accurate. grown children <laughs> Now you don't do any like uh, the like graphic design of all the like s- pictures and whatnot gets tweeted out, correct? No, I mean a lot of our stuff is templated. Like our game day graphics are all template templated, and I can mess with those. But yeah, you don't want me doing your graphic design. It yeah, doesn't turn out well. That's probably the extent of my graphic design ability as well. <laughs> I can fake a cutout when I need to. <laughs> so let's rewind a little bit. Prior to your time with Soccer Holdings, like what is what has been your bra- background leading up to? to your current spot? Yeah. So I think I graduated from UK in 2018 and I really started in sports in the winter of 2015. I got an internship with Kentucky sports radio. I covered the 38 and one men's basketball team there. Um, Women's basketball, 
little bit of football, um, really just kind of got my feet wet writing about sports. And then in the summer of 2017, Lintner was still doing his first stint here at Lucidity, and I interned under him doing media relations and a little bit of social, but mostly like writing. And I absolutely loved it. And I was like, this is what I want to do with my life, basically. So I went back to UK for my senior year and took an internship with UK Athletics and was basically doing media relations, social there, and um, basically just threw my hat into any sport that would have me. Um, so if it was basketball, if it was baseball, if it was football. Um, I did a lot of track and field for whatever reason. Don't know how that ended up. Um, a little bit of soccer. Um, and then once I graduated, I took a full-time job with um, a company based out of Louisville that owns all the um, most of the major youth baseball and softball tournament providers. So I ran, they had like 11 different companies and I ran all of their social media accounts for about two years. And now I'm here, starting in October, 2020. So it's been almost about a year and a half now. And I love it. Cool. Before, um, before you interned, did, were you involved with soccer at all? Did you like watch or play soccer? Yes. I played soccer up through high school. I was not good. I was the person you like sent in if like someone just needed to run, like you just needed someone to like fill space and be like an actual wow. good player, like a break. That was me. Um, me and, my me brother... and are very familiar with that position. I was going to make, I was going to make a, another lame joke. Like, like, Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not good. You should have like, when I first like started going out to trainings and stuff last season, like they would pass me a ball and it was just absolutely terrible. And they'd just be like, oof, we got to work on that. Um, <laughs> But for the most part, like I grew up in a baseball and basketball and football family. My brother plays college baseball. So my life was spent at a baseball park for the most part. And my family's always had UK football tickets, UK basketball tickets. So that's where my allegiance lied growing up. I too am a UK grad. So I'm with you on that one. Go Cats. Go Cats. Now, what, uh, what position your, does your brother play? He is a right-handed pitcher. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I so like I was baseball watching him too. earlier today. What does your average day look like? And I'm sure your probably immediate response is going to be that there isn't an average day. But just, <laughs> just kind of walk, walk us through some of the regular <laughs> activities that that you do. The herding of cats. The herding of cats. Um. Oh, sheesh. Well, sometimes I go to trainings. Um, that could be for content reasons. That could be I need to ask someone a question, get an answer on something because. Most of the time, if I go up to someone and say, hey, I need you to do this, they can't tell you no to your face. So what are you going to do? <laughs> um, go to trainings, um, write a bit. I like to do all my social in the morning. That way, it's just like out of the way, like schedule stuff out. Um, yeah. I mean, every day is a different adventure, and I love it. So what is the process like of coming up with, with content? Like the Ooh. It's a lot of scouring the internet. I mean, I said before that like I kind of am a fan of all sports. And I think that that's really helped me because I follow different teams from different leagues. And every sport is different in how they do social. So I think there are certain teams that I like better than others. And so following them um, and then really just I have a really good relationship with Jonathan and Logan. And we're just always throwing ideas back and forth between each other. Um, 
just like, I mean, last night we were sending videos to one another on my bus ride back from Pittsburgh. Like we're just talking about like MLS content from the first day of games. Um, What else? So it's like a lot of best, like best practice sharing. Like I'm I'm sure, I guess within the world, everybody's kind of watching what others are doing and and taking the good ideas. Last year was kind of like a learn. We called it like a learning experience for all of us because it was my first year in professional sports. It was Logan's first year in professional sports. It was our first year of really having like a complete team together for the first, for like the most part. So like last year we kind of tried everything, every different way we could. And so we're coming back for year two with kind of some refreshed ideas and looking forward to a fun time. Yeah. So for those listening, Logan is Haley's counterpart on the racing Louisville side of the ball. Yeah. She's great. We give her a follow. Yeah. I was about to ask about that. So the, I guess the way that, that it's set up behind the scenes is there's like, one office for comms for for the whole organization and then you sort of split up inside of there between racing and Louisville City? Yeah, so Jonathan is our VP of communications. That's mine and Logan's boss. And then you split off and you have myself and I just specialize in Louisville City and Logan specializes in racing. Fun time. Yeah. Excuse me, I choked on water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you can see why I'm bad at soccer. I can't even drink water. Um, <laughs> so your your role puts you in close proximity to the players which is which is really cool you're in a very unique position so what's your relationship like with the players and the staff considering like you're around them all all day around all, like while they're training when they're traveling like they get a lot of you yeah. i just spent 12 days with 26 of them in the desert so that was fun um <laughs> shout out arizona I think every single relationship is a little bit different. Like the way that I approach Niall and Paolo is completely different than the way that I approach Josh Widener or last year, Jogo, like those two together, completely different relationships. But I think for the most part, like we all get along really well. They all get along together as a group individually. So like that group is tight, but then they've also kind of like let me into that a little bit. And it's, just a fantastic time. Um, everyone's different. Everyone's unique, but they're all just like the biggest sweethearts on the face of the earth. Like Paolo del Piccolo puts off this tough guy vibe, but he's really just like the nicest human I've ever met. And is always like, he would do anything for anybody. So. I love to hear that. I love hearing that they're set there, that they're even behind the scenes, very, a very tight knit group and good. I people. mean, something has to be working in the locker room for them to, be oh, as successful as they've had for so yeah. long it's a tight bond yeah it's it was I didn't know what to expect when I first started and I, that Jonathan was like oh you're gonna be traveling and I was like okay this could be interesting but they're just the greatest group of people who really do get along and they want to succeed together basically that's nice they've kind of like accepted you as as one of them as part of the the greater group yeah the uh phrase are you a part of this team or not gets thrown at me a lot when it comes to me not doing something (laughs) (laughs) oh man so i want to i want to know a little bit about some of these personalities that we might not get to see as much off the pitch so i wrote down kind of a few few just general questions and i want to i want to get your your input here so who would you say is the funniest on the team okay so i have two answers to this 
One could be Niall McCabe. He's just an absolute. I don't think I've ever been around Niall and just like not laughed. Um, but then also Parker Siegfried. Park oh. is a oddball for this, but the running joke is that he needs to be doing stand up. <laughs> Park is just, he's one of a kind, special guy. He's like a really smart That's dude, interesting. Too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He is. He, you have, you asked who's the smartest. He's also on that list, but Park is like very interesting guy. He's always come off like kind of quiet from the outside. Yeah. So yeah. yeah that's why he's so funny is that you don't yeah. expect it. <laughs> Love it. Now, um, who is the, uh, the biggest prankster? I feel like there's probably a number of them on the team. Okay. Well, Josh thinks that he can do magic tricks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thinks that he can do magic tricks is the best way to word that. So he's like a Joe Bluth. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, I don't know how to describe Josh Widener. Um, but Paolo just incites stuff. So it's not really pranks, but Paolo would just like incite banter. And I'm just like, I'll just be standing there. And I'm like getting harassed for nothing. And I'm like, I just walked down here to take a picture. Like, let me live. <laughs> a pot stirrer. Yeah, he stirs the pot. I can see that because there's a little turmoil on the, on the pitch of the referees. I forget yeah, what it was. I went on I a vacation s- last year. Didn't miss anything. Nothing happened, but I haven't heard of the end of it. So <laughs> this is a month, a year later. I was going to say, I think it was like on a, um, on a soccer city radio episode that he was on. He was talking about how he's very cordial with the referees and very nice and polite. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think that came okay, after. Paula. Antoine said that Paolo was the one that started all the stuff to get him yellow cards. <laughs> they both get themselves in trouble. Yeah. All right. Here's here's an interesting one. Who can eat the most? Tyler Somebody's got to have an who? Tyler Gibson. Oh, you were quick on that one. Tyler was well, just fact. Tyler probably ate half of my actual food while we were in Arizona. <laughs> That's another surprise one. Yeah, he seems like one of the he's smaller tiny. guys, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's not a big guy. Tyler can put food away, and I don't know where it goes. <laughs> you, better, uh, you better keep up all this uh, training and whatnot whenever he decides to hang up his boots. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I like legitimately know if I have leftover food that I need to give it to Tyler. He's the, he's the go-to. He's the notable one. He has an obsession with potatoes. and I, So that's... Fun facts. Yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm a carb guy too, so I get it. I'm with Tyler on that one. I see it. <laughs> All right. Here's one that maybe might get you in trouble if you don't answer correctly, because I feel like they, they put a lot of stake in this. Who is the most fashionable? Because I, I see those runway shots that they get before the game, and I feel like that they've probably requested it, and not so much that you guys were planning to do it in the first place. Well, we were planning to do it and then it escalated into something that didn't need to be like it started out there with like me with like the camera that Jonathan bought last off season. And I was just like taking one or two shots and like getting get out like whatever. And then it turned into like a literal fashion show. And I'm going to say that Oscar is the best dressed because he will kill me if I don't say that. But they will like there have been times where they have been like yelling at me because I didn't post their outfits. I was going to, I was going to mention that Oscar's been, been on his game lately. Oscar's always on his game. Oscar's a great dresser. Oscar got a good jacket game. 
But like there have been times where I have been yelled at because they chose an outfit and I did not post it. And then I make sure to post them the next week. And then it's like, but I didn't like that outfit. I'm like, well, I can't win with you. Why'd you wear it? You yeah, knew this you knew this was a photo shoot. This is an every week thing. I, you gotta bring it every week. Exactly. Like the first week of playoffs, I think Jogo and Josh both wore like tuxes, like suits. And Josh, Jogo told me to like be prepared. And I like could not stop laughing because Josh looked like he was going to his like high school prom. <laughs> Reminds me of stepbrothers where they're going to the interviews together where the where the tux <laughs> Oh, and like God. Jogo and Josh make me feel like an old man because they wear band t-shirts, uh, retro band t-shirts of bands from when I was in high school. <laughs> Every now and then they'll like they'll send me a, like they'll send me a TikTok and I'm like I can't like no like I'm too old for the t- I'm too old for TikTok and they're like hey, you're not old and I'm like don't don't. Wait, does, don't the t- do does the team not have a TikTok? I, no, we I'm do have a TikTok and I'm trying okay. to make it work. It's just, they'll like see something that they want to do themselves. And they're like, hey, we got to do this. And then it just doesn't go well in my favor. All right. So I want to ask you who the smartest is. I know we, we established a Parker smart, so you got to tell me somebody else. I think Parker and Wes are on the same level here. They're both like always reading something. They're both very inquisitive. Like Wes always has a million questions. Um, Tyler's kind of a dark horse into this because he's super into like real estate investments and like he like recently passed a test to like be to like give financial advice stuff like that I think if you had asked me this last year I would have told you Chris Hubbard Chris is wicked smart I can Um, see that so yeah that's my answer to that one okay now I'll talk hidden talents who, uh, other than other than magic, apparently. Yeah, other yeah. other than Josh's magic, supposedly, <laughs> alleged magic. Um, <laughs> what are some of the hidden talents of some of these guys? Okay, so we actually like had them fill out like a questionnaire at the beginning of the season, and so I'm going to read you off some of these like that. We asked this question like, "What are your hidden talents?" I'm going to read you off some of these answers because they're so ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let me find it. Okay. Off the pitch, do you have any special talents? Tosh, golf, obviously. You posted um, a lot about that. Yeah. Carlos, I can clap really fast, followed by two question marks. <laughs> clap really fast. <laughs> Is he unsure if he can clap fast? <laughs> I guess so. And I asked him about it and he didn't know what I was talking about. So he doesn't sound too confident. <laughs> um, Wes, high level frisbee skills. Like regular frisbee? There's a lot of different kinds of frisbee, like frisbee golf. I don't know. Ultimate frisbee. Those are completely different. This is the first I've known Wes for a year. He's well rounded in the frisbee arts. Yeah. This is, I've known Wes for a year and a half. We've had many conversations. Never once has frisbee come up. (laughs) Or fast clapping, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. um, What else? Niall, the best tea maker in the history of the world. Um, Manny, fishing and disc golf. And... At least he was specific with the disc port. Yeah. And apparently Owen can play the guitar. Okay. But Carlos's clapping got me. 
I was like, what are we talking about here? I love that's that's what he came up with special talents. <laughs> Just clapping fast. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh my god. All right. Um I didn't write this one down, but I just thought of this one because I, I wanted to bring it up and, and talk about it. Who do you think would have the best uh, goal celebration? Now, don't now take out a factor of who's most likely to score, but just if any of these guys score. Who well, I know who would have the least. I know who would know, have the worst, and it's Paolo. Oh. Um, <laughs> Paolo, like, all he does is, like, give a high five. Oh, the best. Mm-hmm. I feel like Josh would pull something crazy. We gotta get that boy to score. Yeah, because he's he's always he goal. operates at like in twelve. Like he doesn't like scale one to one to ten. Josh is always at twelve. So high energy. So I feel like he would just pull something crazy. All gas, no brakes. I feel like the team as a whole needs to step up the goal celebration game this season. I, I, I was saying this. yes. Okay, so here here's here's my request. Let them know as a, a fan has requested that they up their celebration game. My oh. My favorite all-time athlete is Chad Johnson, and that was like one of the most things he was no- most notorious for. It made the game fun. It's a, it's a game and it's entertainment. You got to bridge that gap. So I want to see them elevate it. Even when like Jogo did his, uh, um, Erland Holland, yeah, meditation thing. Like even though it was, it was one that's already been done before and is associated with another player, I loved it. I ate it up. They can do that. Yeah. If they're not feeling very creative, but just tell them they need to step it up. Like Cam, like he has so many opportunities. He does it all the time. Like he just does the fist pump thing. He's got to just I wanna... dance. It, good or bad, dancing is fun. Although I, I'm waiting. I know this is going to happen. One of them is going to pull out the gritty. Because I was like, going to ask that. I want that to happen. One of them so is going to have to. Like one of them has to do it at some point this season, right? Okay. Let yeah. Let them know that the fans are demanding it. Oh, uh, I mean, I'll pass the message. If you want to see the stands, you got to like hit now. the gritty. Do all sorts of other fun celebrations. I'm expecting, yeah, the level. And you, yeah, you have to tell them it comes from us because obviously they know what you want. Um, You want them to generate content. Me, yeah. I want to be entertained. We need gifts. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I have like one, like Jorge did like the Michael Jordan shrug thing last year. And I have that gift other than that. And um, Jimmy did the Ronaldo, like the C, like the spin around <laughs> thing. That was good. Like, I know he's known for that. He threw his shirt over his head the one time. Like, he, oh, he had yeah. it. And then Jogo, you know, yeah, did that. that. But aside from that, like, we didn't get, like, a ton of stuff. No. So. Yeah, Jogo's namaste, which I, like, when you – I was at the UK-Florida game last year when we beat Florida. And I stormed the field. So then I did, like – because I like, Jogo had just – this is, like, right after the Sociedad stuff or whatever. And he had shown me the picture where he had done that on their field oh. when he, like, went over there. And so I sent him, like, I did that on UK's football field and sent it to him. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> he right, was like, so that is the best picture. I'm, uh, I'm holding you personally accountable if their, uh, if their celebration game is, is rather weak this year. I know, I know Dan, Coach Danny Cruz probably doesn't want them focusing on that, but, like, get the, get, tell them to get the wheels turning. They got two weeks. I don't care. It's for content. Yeah. I'll be like, yo, Danny. Danny earmuffs. Yeah. All right. You. Yeah, you. Enjoying this podcast? Like sharing Louisville events and news with like-minded individuals? Love being a part of the Louisville community? This podcast is part of a first-of-its-kind podcast network at thestateoflouisville.com. With daily news and opinions, seven podcasts, webcasts, and more, the State of Louisville is your home for anything and everything Louisville. 
Check them out at stateofglobal.com today. Zach, did you uh, did you have any other random questions about the uh, the players before I want to ask about some of the new guys? Uh, no, I was actually just about to ask about you guys. So okay, we can go Let's into bring that. It up then. Yeah. So what what is your impression of the the new players on the team? Have you gotten to? I mean, you you took a trip to Arizona with everybody. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I've gotten to know the new guys quite a bit. I think, especially when you are trying to, I wouldn't say we've had a big off season. So there's a lot of new people. And I think that always comes with the concern of like, how's everyone going to fit into this established group of like 16 people have been here for years on years and everyone's fitting in really well so far. Um, but I think the trip to Arizona, like really helped submit a lot of those relationships. Um, I think what you'll see is like the SKC guys, like Amadou, Matidi, Wills are like all really excited to be here. Um, and they're all just, they're all like one really sweet guys, but all just like super excited to be here. Like I got to show each of them around the stadium when they first got here, like individually. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> they were all just like in awe. And like Wils and Matiti had been here before, but they had just seen like the away team locker room and really just the field. Like they went from point A to point B and they were just like in awe. And Amadou had never been here before. So he was like even more shook. And he was just like, so what's like a game day like? Like, what are the supporter groups like asking like a million questions? Um, he was asking about but, us. Yeah. He was like, so which, he was like, so this is where's the supporter sections? Like, who's who? Like, point out, like, he like wanted to know about everything. Um, who else is there? Kyle might be one of the nicest humans I've ever met. Like Kyle Moore, yeah, he is just a really nice guy. Um, I was pretty excited when they announced that signing. Yeah, Kyle's very yeah, good. He's, he's one really freaking good between the posts, and is two just like a super nice guy. Um, who else is there? Ray and Manny is that left? Yeah, yeah Ray and Manny. Um, I don't know Manny, and they're both rather quiet, so I haven't really gotten to know them. Ray is nineteen, so he's still kind of a coming into his own. Um, still a really nice kid. Uh, he bought a pair of shoes that I liked, so that was fun for me. Um, I felt as if I had a personal impact on his shoes. <laughs> They're really cool dope things. shoes. He got here yesterday. Um, <laughs> uh, did, did he post? Is it the ones he posts on Instagram? Oh crap! Which, were they suede? I don't remember. Uh, no, they were boot. They were actual like boots. So it sounds like you're talking about like actual shoe shoes. Oh no, no, they were like actual tennis shoes. Oh, okay. No, that yeah, no, not, not boots. Um. And Manny is really cool. He joined us while we were in Arizona and he is just, he's super nice, super like really excited to be here. Really good player too. Um, I mean, they're all good or else they wouldn't mm-hmm. be here. So that's kind of a fact, but really nice guy. He had, and I kind of forgotten that like he had joined us in Arizona. And so when we landed in Louisville, I was kind of like, Oh, like welcome to Louisville. And he was like, yeah, I've never been here before. And I was like, <laughs> Like kind of like blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, everyone had like their one like carry on luggage, and then like he's rolling through with like five suitcases full of stuff. <laughs> Literally moving here. Literally, he he hadn't seen his apartment yet. Like hadn't seen anything, and I'm like, well, welcome. <laughs> now, um, I you know we've already established just a lot of good people on the team. Like I'm I'm assuming that their integration and their gelling into the squad has been rather smooth and quick. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, Manny got here on a 
Monday started on Wednesday and did really well against El Paso. So, I mean, it's going really well. Like I said, I think Arizona did like a really was really helpful in cementing those relationships. But I think when you have veterans like we have on our team, they're going to make sure that like the younger guys who are coming in are like integrated and know like what to expect as a part mm-hmm. of this team. I'm going to, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, is, is it Ian? Ian Soler? Is he still in Europe? Is he actually? Yeah, he's not here yet. Yeah. Is it yeah. pronounced just Ian Soler or is it like, is it? I think it's Ian Soler. Okay. It hasn't been said to me another way. So okay. <laughs> until it has been, and I've said his name to people who would know. Okay. Well, we'll find out when he gets here. Yep. We'll so he's the out. only, he's the only one that is yet to join the squad. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, now I want to hear what I kind of, what are some of your, your, your memorable stories or even just like small little anecdotes about the players, your experiences, the travels, just what are some of the ones that stick out to your mind? Yeah, I think the first one that comes to my mind is, well, first my birthday. I turned, my birthday was when we played Hartford on ESPN last year, and none of them knew it was my birthday, except maybe, I think Jogo might have known because his birthday was like the weekend before, was when he turned 18, and Logan's birthday is the third, and mine's the seventh, so we were all like, group birthday party, Mm -hmm. didn't do that. Um, but like you guys may have seen some clips, but like when you have birthdays on the road, like everyone, like you get a cake and everyone sings happy birthday to you. And I didn't know that that was my first birthday on the road with like the group. And they like, it was after the win and I got a text from Palo and I think Tosh to come down to like the team meet, like when we go on the road, we have like meeting rooms. And that's where, like, they texted me and said, hey, Danny wants to, like, talk to the team in the media room. Come on down. And so I did. And, like, when I walked in the room, they were all in there. And they turned the lights off, sang happy birthday. And then I had to give a speech into a banana (laughs) that was thrown at me by Niall. So that was, like, that was a cute moment. Um, Trying to think. We've had some fun games of Mafia. The first game of Mafia I played was when we – we're in Tulsa the first time and Jorge had never played before and was the mafia, but played it so well that he had like, he was like, I'm not from here. I don't know how to play and like fooled us all to the end. <laughs> like it was me, Wes, Ombi and Jorge. They were like the final four. And I knew Wes wasn't it because the only reason that they had targeted him was because he laughed at one point. And I was like, no, you're not it. Cause I would have laughed too. And so I kind of felt that like awkward, like camaraderie. I was like, I got you. And so I was like dead set that it was Ombi. And both Wes and I voted Ombi and lost the game. <laughs> trying to think what else. Uh, Birmingham last year was really fun. The central, like winning the central division title. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. There was just something about that trip. That was like completely different. Like, I knew we were winning that game. Oh, like yeah. from That's the minute game. we like stepped on the bus. It just had a different vibe. And like they were all so excited after the game. Just I watched that game in the press box and Josh was with me. He had like traveled but like wasn't in the group. And so mm-hmm. Josh and I were like 
just in the press box cheering so hard when Antoine scored that goal. And I was like, mm, this is awkward, but we're going to go with it. Because, like, the <laughs> like Birmingham's PR guy was, like, right beside me. Oh. <laughs> and it's, like, me and then, like, one of our players. <laughs> and we're like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry right now. It's a big moment. Let's cheer. Let me have my moment, man. Yeah. You guys are still in the playoffs. That was like a, fine. That was like a, yeah, that was a playoff game before the playoffs. Yeah. And it was like a part of that, like we had beaten it was like the Cam Hat trick game against Memphis. We did that, and then it was like the playoff run. And that was just like a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Towards the end of the season last year. They spoiled us. They always go on those good runs to close the season out. That was so much fun. Like I just remember being on the field after we beat. Was it Charlotte we played the second home game? Yeah. In the playoffs? It Charlotte. Yeah, it was Charlotte. And they were just like all jumping around. Like I have a video of Tyler and Napo just like jumping up in the air and like attacking Palo. I'm like, you guys are funny, but it, it was so much fun at the end of last season. <laughs> Let's hope so, it's just as much fun this season too, late in the season. Uh, it's gonna be so much fun. That sort of makes me think. Um, so you you get to travel with the team a lot. So mm-hmm. of all of the like away destinations that we've been to since you've been with the team, do you have a, a favorite away, away spot? Is there any, any good, Ooh. good places that we play that you've enjoyed? Well, last year we had that, like the, we played the same teams like 14 different times. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what was my favorite place to go last year? Birmingham, like, honestly, wasn't bad Yeah, because the hotel was decent. And I feel like, I don't know, Birmingham wasn't bad. Memphis was all right. Huh, I mean, well, really okay. Good. Okay. I got a, I got a better one. So we got a couple new ones this season that we've this not been to before. Question. Is there any you're looking forward to this season? Yeah. I'm looking forward to obviously the ones out West. Um, so that's LA and San Diego. Really looking forward to El Paso. I think that would be fun. And I met, I know some of the El Paso like content people. And so I'm kind of excited for that. It's good food yeah. town. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm really excited for El Paso. Where else are we going? Let me tell you, Phoenix was actually really cool when we were out there in preseason. Mm-hmm. Like their like their stadium isn't like by any means like the most impressive stadium in the world, but it was like a cool little setup and they had a good little like they had a good atmosphere and it was like, this is a preseason game. Like you guys are like having like this much fun in preseason. I can't imagine what you're like in the middle of an actual like game. Yeah. I've, I've kind of wanting to, there. I've been kind of wanting to go up to Detroit for the, the game this year. I think that Ooh, will be a neat yeah. one. I, I think, yeah, I hope that I get one. to make that. I think I'm going to make, make that trip and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. That's, that's when I plan on, I'm going to try to plan to go too. Yeah, I think that'll be a fun away trip. I feel like we have a couple other like really good away trips too. I'm trying to think. Uh, is that, we haven't been is away at Detroit a on a Wednesday. That's the only I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think it's on yeah. a Wednesday. It's kind of lame. I'll tell you what, I was really bummed that we had Monterey at home and not Monterey away. Cause I was yeah. really, really vibing <laughs> for Monterey. I'm trying to think of the other teams that we've been played in a while. We've never been to Miami. So this would be our first year going. To yeah. their house. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Miami, we go to Tampa, we go to 
New York. I'm actually kind of excited to go to like New York, which I know they play in New Jersey. I was going to say, but you're going to. I'm looking forward to. We talked about New Jersey. Forward to when Queensboro joins and like actually has a stadium in New York. That'll be a really fun one to go to. Yeah. In the five boroughs. I'm missing an away trip. That's I'm really excited about. I'm trying to think of the other West Coast teams. I tell you what, Pittsburgh had a really cool setup. Pittsburgh Stadium. I've I've heard high. Yeah, I've heard Highmark's pretty neat, and it's a good away trip. I just I hate Pittsburgh (laughs) for for football reasons, (laughs) so I don't want to go there and support them in any way. I mean, Pittsburgh's a neat city, though, just the way it's set up. Like you've got the hills around town, and like yeah, it's it's like neat geography for a city. If you're a Bengals fan, you get it. Before this weekend, and I was like, (laughs) we were there for like less than like maybe 24 hours we were there for less than 24 hours and i was like i want to come back here yeah their waterfront stadium does look really cool though it was really neat i'm like also wondering how many soccer balls get kicked into that river <laughs> it looks close That's all i kept thinking about the entire time all right. i think the only thing saving it is it's kind of like on the side because if that were if that were if behind the goal They'd be in the water yeah. all game. But there, there's a there's a net, but I was still just like a lot of balls are hitting that net. I get mm-hmm. something gotta. I'm sure if you've made it over. Oh yeah. Um. Now you were you were privy to seeing some of our preseason matches. Um. Can you kind of talk to us um some of those about what you I guess what you can share about what you've seen on the team how they're doing. Yeah, I think I've been like. Coming out of the Arizona leg, I was I'm really impressed with what I've seen so far. Um, I'm gonna say we're not gonna drop down talent um, at all. I think Wilson is. I think the person I've been most impressed with is Wilson. He is just such a great player, great kid, but also great player. Is a could go out and start on any USL team right now. So it's gonna be interesting how him and Cam find that dynamic. They both started yesterday in Pittsburgh, but it's going to be really interesting how that fits together. Um, I think Amadou is someone who's also like going to be really great for us on the outside back position, whether he plays on the left and right, I don't know, but he's been mainly playing on the left as Oscar plays on the right. Kind of like that tandem we had last year. Now with, with Amadou, I mean, uh, you know, he's, he's essentially the, the, fill in the hole that joe go left is um, yeah, you can't how would you just hole, but... yeah i yeah no i yeah it's an yeah. unfair comparison but like um yeah what can we like expect from him on there is he more like traditional like defensive oriented or does he get get up into the attack a lot so like joe he gets up. i mean really if you go and look at our you can watch the goal that we have at pittsburgh yesterday where wilson's playing i mean amadou is like almost on the goal line basically like when he sends that cross in mm-hmm. so he gets up i mean just as much as a presser as Oscar Ojogo is. Okay, cool. I did, yeah, I didn't know what to expect from him playing in that role. That's exciting to hear. Yeah, and Manny Manny can do the exact same thing. It's, I mean, like I said, no shortage of talent at all. Um, but some really impressive games. I think Danny was really happy when we left Arizona. They did a lot of work. Pittsburgh yesterday was a fight, but I mean, it's preseason. You're playing some. <clears throat> good talent but also like i'm just really ready to play games yeah it's also be the, a- <laughs> the pittsburgh games are always fights yeah pittsburgh games yeah. yeah 
Arizona was a fight too. I mean, Phoenix was a fight too, but I mean, some good competition and some really good fights from the guys. So did that, I mean, and I, I've, I've heard that sounds like they're doing a little bit of, uh, there's gonna be a little tactical changes from, I guess, what we've seen in the past year. Does that seem to have pretty well set in, in the mindset Are of the players? Shape or like, yeah, yeah. It's not, I know he, uh, Coach Cruz has an affinity for for a back three, <clears throat> and from from what we've seen, that they seems that, like it's gonna be in the mix. Yeah, they play that. They tried that out yesterday at Pittsburgh. With um, it was like a back three with like West, Tosh, and Josh, mm-hmm. and then like Manny and Amadou on the outside. Okay. So that I'm was the first time they had done that in a game. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. I didn't know if they had done it for any of the previous ones. No. Interesting. I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. I want to see his uh, his vision really truly come to form because last year, I mean, when he got the team, I mean, it was essentially they already had the plan in place. So it's one of those things you don't try to like yeah. shake things up too badly. Nah, but this is, I'm really excited about what this team can do this year. Hi, bar, hi I'm ceiling just excited form. to have a, a normal-ish, a normal schedule, a normal season again, instead of playing the same team a million times. I have to go to Oklahoma four times this year. <laughs> you don't love going to Tulsa? No. No one does. <laughs> except Danny. Danny likes Tulsa for some reason. Is there like a restaurant there he likes or what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And befumbled by it. Tulsa just strikes me as one of those places. It's as exciting as it sounds like. I mean, it's not terrible. But it's also like not great. The hotel was nice. That's about go. it. Got something going for it. There's so so probably somebody out there saying the same thing about Louisville, Kentucky. Like, Ugh. <laughs> who wants to come to Louisville? It's a pretty great city. Bunch of players, apparently. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> we got something special here. So that's what when I talk to like some of these guys who have been around like the USL a little bit, like and played like different teams, and not the guys who have been here for ten years. Um, they all talk. They're like, Louisville is the place you want to play. Like, yeah. you look, like you're an outsider looking in. Like, that's the place you want to be. I was and gonna so, ask, like, if you get a sense from the new players, like this year and last year, like what sort of things, like, was it just they had the opportunity and they played, or like, where did they want to come play in Louisville? I think for the most part, like they want to come play in Louisville. I mean, if you get the opportunity, like. Danny calls you and you're like, Hey, you can come play in Louisville. Like, I can't imagine anybody like saying like, nah, fam, like I'll go somewhere else. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cause I've talked I to like even just this. the stadium has to be a big oh. selling point for all the players. They get to play yeah, there I mean, every home game and the training complex. Yeah. Like at, at this level, like that's, that's, there's gotta be huge selling points. I mean, it's, it's wild. Like I I talked to some of the other like content people around the USL or you're like, and they're just like, so that is like, you guys have a full thing training complex in the stadium. Like, yep. And they just like, it blows their mind. Yeah. Like, cause I watch, there are some players that do like on other teams that do like day in the life vlogs and mm-hmm. stuff that I keep up with. And it's like, they have to like make their own breakfast at home. And like, there's, there's not, there's not like a actual locker room to change in at the training facility. Like, like just having a building is such a big advantage over a lot of the other teams in the league. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't always that way. Like 
the, I mean, last year before we got the training facility, I mean, they were operating out of the stadium and having to drive to yeah. Thurman Hutchins every single day, but it, that was only like a mile down the road. Yeah. So I can't imagine like some of these teams, like they train 30 minutes away from like where their offices are. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that just blows my mind. Yeah. The little sets were like really <laughs> nice, like where they're, where they're at most of the players are in the stadium and the training field proximity. That was really smart. I'm glad that worked out the way it did. Oh yeah. They're like literally like in the middle, like the stadiums here, apartments here, facilities here. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's still, a lot of them like, like bike or ride scooters to the facility that like don't even drive. Yeah. Yeah. It really helps. Like if you, you get an apartment or somewhere close, you can get to the stadium and the practice facility. They're all in the same part of town. It makes it really easy on the players transportation wise. Well, they all live in the same apartment complex yeah. right down the street. So it's works out perfectly for them. And they're very close to like, you know, new Lou and Barstown road, like where all these great restaurants are. Oh yeah. So that's got me another nice selling point. What is a popular restaurant among the players? I think I know one of the answers to this, but. Are you going to, is it going to be La Boated Date? Like the Cuban food, Mexican restaurant? Like oh no, Cuban? that's not what I was thinking. Uh, that was the. That um, new place is real good. Con yeah, they, a lot of. I was thinking. What were you I thinking? Con Huevos. I thought they, I think I, I saw on social media. They like that place a lot. Oh yeah. I, Tosh and Oscar and Cam go there a lot. I think Oscar's like, actually on the wall of the restaurant. Now. I think Oscar is on the wall of the restaurant, <laughs> which good for him. Love that for him. But um, that's like a breakfast spot. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them are really vibing with that low lot. I'm going to butcher this name so bad. La Bodega de Mama. It's like a, it's like a different Havana Rumba, basically. It's a Cuban restaurant on yeah. Market Street. It's really good. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. I didn't know that. I've, I've been at... Um, big Havana yellow Rumba building. Before. Can't miss it. Yeah. Oh! You know, a lot of the racing yeah, 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 yeah. It's right across from Royals. It's next to the new yeah. hotel. Yes. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm going to put that on my list to check out. Yeah. They all really like that spot. Good deal. <clears throat> all right, well... Zach, that was most of the questions that I want to go through. Did you have anything additional? I think we covered most everything I had. Haley, is there, is, there any, is there anything else you want to share with the people that we didn't get to? Nah, just this is going to be a fun year, guys. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're very optimistic and excited having seen them in action already. So I'm eager for it my, myself. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Two weeks, or less than two weeks at this point. Yep. The countdown One begins. One last preseason game. One more weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. So. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Haley, for, for stopping by and chatting with us, sharing about your job and about the players. It's always hey, fun seeing it. behind the curtain. It's a fun time. I'm glad I get to share behind the curtain. It's a lot of fun. Keep up all the great work. I try. As always, uh, my name's Benson. Check me out on Twitter at PurpleSDF. I'm Zach. You can find me at Zach W. Allen. And we'll be back uh, here in the near future talking about games soon. Get excited. Woo. Vamos, Marauders. Bye, y'all.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.